0: it's coach Chris here from Ratzinger Fitness bringing you another episode today of fitness that fits so today we're gonna be talking about six strategies to help you start planning ahead and crushing your fitness goals without the stress the pressure the overwhelm of having an overly packed schedule having too much on your plate but before we get to that a quick reminder for you guys you can catch new episodes of Fitness That Fits every Monday evening on Facebook if you'd like to join me live these episodes are also now available as a podcast so you can access them through Google Podcasts or Spotify additionally of course you can always access this and other great free content from Rodzinger Fitness at rodzingerfitness.com. All right guys, so today we are gonna be talking about how to plan ahead in order to crush our fitness goals. And learning to plan ahead, it really is an incredibly valuable strategy. Whether you are writing out meal plans um, for your week, whether you are scheduling your workouts around meetings and appointments, whether you are just choosing to get some chores done around the house now so that you can get to sleep at a decent time tonight and not worry about it. All of these, the forethought, the commitment to your goal of planning ahead allows us to set ourselves up for success. And that's what we're gonna be talking about today. But doing that in a way that doesn't feel like we're adding more, right? If we're already top to capacity, don't feel like you have time for that, we're going to teach you how to plan ahead without that pressure and that overwhelm after all i believe it was benjamin franklin who said by failing to prepare we're preparing to fail so if we don't have a plan we're kind of at the mercy of our whims right but when we do take the time to make a plan we're anticipating some of the obstacles we might encounter we're creating an opportunity we're carving out that path to success that's going to allow us to follow through on what we said we were going to do and to win, to start seeing results from that action. What's more, as we start to succeed, as we follow through and we see those results, even with little successes, we start to feel more motivated. It's now easier to follow through because it's easier to believe that that change is possible and that our goals are actually within our reach. So planning ahead is very powerful. It's an essential strategy that can take us from feeling stuck, feeling overwhelmed by these massive, seemingly unattainable goals and get us to a place where we're moving forward, where we're seeing progress through the small daily actions that we're taking And through this continued success, we start to build up new skills. We build up new confidences and we start to evolve our identities and our beliefs and we create a healthy lifestyle that truly fits for us. And that's the goal, right? That's what we're all about here at Rotzinger Fitness, fitness that fits your lifestyle. We're finding a way to make it fit you. Now the alternative to planning, right? What if we don't plan? What are we looking at then? Well, then we're typically sitting around Waiting for the mood to strike, right? Waiting for motivation to find us. Waiting to suddenly have the time for everything else in our life to be taken care of. And when we act like this, even if it's kind of subconsciously, we start to treat things like our workouts, things like eating right, things like getting to bed at a reasonable hour as luxury, not a necessity. And they're only happening when they're convenient. But the truth is, if we start to let these things fall behind, we're going to start falling behind in more areas of our lives. We're going to be left waiting and waiting for something that's ultimately never going to happen. Because that reality of a healthy lifestyle is getting pushed further and further behind us. Then truth, these healthy habits, these acts of self-service, of self-sustainment, are what we need to fuel us to take on the rest of our life, right? When we are... In good health physically mentally emotionally we're gonna show up well for our friends for our family for our jobs so one of the strategies to moving out of that start prioritizing the things that are going to push you forward in all aspects of your life is learning to plan ahead but I get it it can be scary especially if you already feel like you're juggling oftentimes we avoid planning things like our meals, things like our workouts, because it seems like we have too much on our plate. We already have this story in our head that there's not going to be enough time. Why would I make time to look at my schedule and see that there's not time? And we start to get in this cycle of negative thinking, thinking that there's not enough, right? We want to step into an abundance mindset. So if the mere thought of planning ahead has sending you run for the hells, this episode is for you. I'm gonna give you six concrete strategies, things that you can start using today to start planning ahead without all that extra pressure, without that feeling of overwhelm. So, if you're interested, hopefully I hooked you. let's dive right in to our six strategies. Number one, jumping right in, is gonna be to understand your priorities, and that should include your health and wellness. See, the truth is most of us are already successfully planning ahead in some areas of our lives. We do this when we schedule a doctor's appointment six months ahead or when we set an alarm to make sure that we're gonna wake up on time and get to work. That's an act of planning ahead. Yet, if something like that seems so mundane, so second nature, but the thought of planning out your workouts for the week um, still gives you the willies, there's a good chance that you haven't made your workouts a top priority. On the other hand, something like getting to work on time, you long ago established that that was a non-negotiable, right? Got to get to work. So in order to start planning ahead with confidence, we need to start by understanding what is truly important to us. Whether it's our family, our health, our career, the truth is there's no one universal answer. This is going to vary from person to person. But taking the time to actually reflect on what your, personally you, your top priorities are and recognizing the tasks that support that are really going to change how you guys look at your schedule. So quick example, if you've been saying for a long time that nutrition is your top priority, that is your focus right now, that is how you're going to change your lifestyle, change how your body looks, moves and feels, nutrition, right? That's it for you. But you look at your daily schedule and you never make time for a real lunch. It's always, oh, well, when my work's done or when things slow down, when I have a break, I'll do it then. There's a good chance you're feeling a sense of pressure from that disconnect between your reality and your priorities. Additionally, as we start to recognize our priorities and look at our schedule with those in mind, we can start to find areas where we're spending time on less meaningful tasks and we can actually start to redirect those efforts to something that's going to serve us more. So that's strategy number one is to really understand what are your top priorities and where does your health and wellness line into that? Strategy number two is to work on breaking down our bigger tasks. So oftentimes when we have a big task it's easy to get overwhelmed. We don't know where to start. We don't even know how long it's gonna take and we start to avoid that either just by procrastinating with other tasks or trying to downplay the importance in our mind of say, doing our workouts. Even though we know deep down that this is important, this is vital to moving us forward on that fitness journey. And again, this is a disconnect that's going to start creating feelings of pressure, feelings of anxiety. And we can break through this by simply breaking down some of our larger tasks into smaller, more manageable steps so a great example um, one that i use a lot is meal prepping right because we have this nice verb oh i'm gonna meal prep it's easy to talk about planning out cooking a week's or more worth of food like it's one simple task but in the reality meal prepping like a lot of the other things we do is a process it's a series of smaller steps that add up to a desired result So first, you'll need to decide, well, what am I even gonna cook this week, right? We've gotta create that menu. Then we've gotta get a list of ingredients. What do we need to create those foods? We've gotta shop for those foods. When we get back, we've gotta, you know, put things away, wash the veggies, prep. All of these things, small task upon small task, ultimately add up to completing our meal prep. So if you have something big like that, something that is overwhelming you, something that you've maybe been procrastinating on for a while, there's a good chance that you need to stop yourself and ask, what is the first step? What do I need to do right now to get started and plan from there rather than trying to tackle it all together as one single task. So that's strategy number two to help us plan without the pressure is to break down some of our bigger tasks into small actionable steps, things we can do right now. Strategy number three is to leave time for your transitions. So once you've outlined your priorities, you know what's important. You've broken down those big tasks. You're starting to get a pretty good idea of what it is you need to do either in a day or in a week. But now we have to actually figure out when it's all going to happen. We have all the puzzle pieces. We got to start putting them together, right? And one of the ways we can do this, um, without that pressure, without overloading ourselves is to make sure that we leave time for transitions. And by transitions, I mean that time that it takes us both physically and mentally to move from one task to the next. For example, let's say that you were going to start your day with a home workout from the Rotsinger Fit Fan. Great choice, by the way. And you also know that your next task after that is you have to be at work for a meeting at 9 o'clock in the morning. So even if your workout is only 40 minutes, you wouldn't wait to start it until 8.20, right? Exactly 40 minutes before their meeting starts, would you? I know I certainly wouldn't because yes, it's only gonna take me 40 minutes for that workout. But once that workout is complete, it's gonna take me time to transition to my next task. In this case, that's gonna look like changing my clothes um, from workout clothes to work clothes, driving to the office. Even switching into my mindset, maybe mentally preparing for what this meeting is going to be about. So even in situations where your transition isn't as dramatic as a location change, maybe you're just changing from finish my homework out. Now it's time to make breakfast. There is a benefit to having that added time for transition. Sometimes it'll be five minutes, sometimes it'll be 30 minutes, sometimes it's an hour, But Allowing yourself appropriate time to bring a conclusion to the first task to finish what you are doing here and then prepare yourself for what needs to happen next rather than scheduling yourself back to back and starting to feel like your schedule is running you rather than the other way around. So as you're planning ahead to avoid that pressure, make sure you leave appropriate time for transitions. Um, strategy number four is gonna be finding the routines that make you most successful and sticking to them this is really cool I like talking about routines but studies have actually shown that having a predictable routine is good for your health that's right I said good for your health not only does a predictable um, the predictable nature of a routine help relieve some of the anxiety, some of the stress, but it allows us to feel in control while also helping us conserve our mental energy and focus for bigger tasks. So when we make routines out of simple things like brushing our teeth in the morning, we're not spending a lot of time or energy on that decision. It's simply a part of the routine. So it's a great um, strategy to get things done that need to happen on a regular basis and keep us moving forward without putting a lot of mental and emotional energy into a particular task. Um, So as you're planning out, whether it's your week, your day, or your month, I want you to think about times in the past when you were most successful and try to implement similar strategies and structures into repeating routines. A great example, if you have always been someone who enjoyed morning workouts, it was a good way to kickstart your day, get it out of the way, try making that a regular part of your morning routine. Maybe you wake up, eat breakfast, walk your dog, do your workout, take a shower in that order at the same time every day. Make it mechanical almost. Fall into that routine so you don't have to think about it. You're kickstarting your day, you're getting stuff done without all the pressure, all the extra energy going into it. Um, And if this is a topic that's of particular interest to you or something that you're struggling with right now, trying to find a routine that works for you, or your routines have recently been disrupted by COVID-19, I know a lot of mine were. We did do another episode on this um, two weeks ago. You can check it out at ratzingerfitness.com blog for a deeper dive into dealing with routine disruption. But that's our strategy number four, is finding what works for you and making that into a repeating routine. Uh, strategy number five, I got two more before you guys before I let you go today. Strategy five is to schedule in your downtime. This is an important one, guys. Once you really start to get into the flow of planning ahead with things, you experience the benefits, um, how this really does set you up for success. You start winning. You start seeing those results in your health and wellness. It can be really tempting to go on productivity overload. This is something that I've struggled with myself in the past, but. I'm gonna remind you right now that we all need downtime. Rest and recovery are just as important to your health and wellness as exercise and nutrition, right? Just like the battery in your phone, just like the one I'm recording on right now, right? We need to recharge. And part of successful planning without the pressure is learning to leave some time rather than trying to fill every moment of every day. And I'll be honest, downtime can look different. Um, It should be flexible. For me, sometimes my downtime is doing yoga. Other times it's completely vegging out and watching TV. Sometimes I even use my downtime to be creative and catch up on some work. But in every case, no matter how I use it, I am grateful for that time and I find that I am more productive through the rest of my week because I allowed myself that downtime. Downtime in your schedule creates peace in your mind in your life and peace is the antithesis of pressure So schedule in that downtime on a regular basis and protect it And actually this next and final strategy is going to help you with that So strategy number six if downtime sounds nice, but you are already starting to shake your head at me You're like I just I have too much to do And you my friend are in luck because this final strategy is for you when all of these new opportunities tasks responsibilities start coming out of the woodwork and vying for your time and attention we need to learn to say no it's a small word but it's a powerful word and luckily the previous strategies we've discussed can help you learn how and when to say no to things um, that aren't serving you that aren't proper investments of your time so, considering some of our previous strategies, we can ask ourselves questions when new things come up, like, does this align with my top priorities right now? When I break this task down, what will it look like on a daily basis? It's easy to say, oh, yeah, you know, I'll help you with this project at work, but what does that really mean on a day to day basis? What type of investment is that going to take from your time? Um, can ask yourself does this how does this fit into my day will it affect my transitions you know if it's going to happen at the time that you normally have to finish your workout and get ready for work how is that going to affect your day where else can you put those transitions does this support my existing routines or would this task disrupt my existing routines Um, and finally Will accepting this? Will saying yes to this opportunity, this task, whatever it may be, will it cut into my downtime? So use these other strategies almost as filters. And if you've been putting too much pressure on yourself for too long, it might be really hard to wrap your head around what I'm going to say next, but I'm going to say it anyway, cause you probably need to hear it. There are times when saying no is the most helpful answer you could possibly give, for everyone involved you are not showing weakness you are not less than you are not letting people down by simply saying no to something that you cannot reasonably take on at this time i think this is a l- where a lot of our pressure comes from when we're trying to plan things out when we're looking at our schedule and fitting more and more into those it's simply overloading ourselves because we're afraid to say no and again, this is something that I've done myself. So I'm speaking from experience here too, but I'm going to tell you guys that in order to stay focused and to achieve your goals, whatever they are in health in wellness and other areas of your life, it doesn't matter. In order to stay focused, you're going to need to learn to set boundaries around your priorities and boundaries around your time. And in order to do that, we have to get comfortable saying that one little two letter word. No, And the best way to do that is simply to start practicing. I want you to take a look at your schedule, um, whether it's for today, whether it's for this week, whether it's for next month, take a look at your schedule and see where are some areas where you're maybe already overextending yourself or investing your time in something that isn't serving you, that isn't a good investment of your time that doesn't align with your top priorities. And start today by saying no. There you have it guys. That is our six strategies for setting yourself up for success, for learning to plan ahead without the stress, without the overwhelm of layering on more to do's. Number one was to be clear on your priorities. Number two is to break down big tasks into manageable steps that you can take action on. Number three is to leave time for your transitions. Physically, mentally, we need time to move from one task to another. Multitasking is not going to get anything done any faster. So leave time for those transitions. That's number three. Number four is to find the routines that make you successful and stick to them. Try to automate the processes that you can and do on a regular basis. Number five, schedule in that downtime and guard it with number six. Learning to say no, setting those boundaries around your time, around your priorities, and around your health and wellness. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's discussion. I hope you found at least one of these strategies helpful in moving you forward on your own fitness journey. Additionally, I do have a quick announcement, something I'm very excited to share with you guys. Um, Ratzinger Fitness is going to be offering a free month-long nutrition coaching event, calling it Season's Eatings. I'm going to be going live doing coaching videos, um, providing real-time accountability, practice exercises, and strategies to help you stay on top of your healthy eating habits this holiday season. All this is going to happen in a private Facebook group. It is completely free, open to anyone to join. You can learn more or sign up now by going to www.rotzingerfitness.com slash free. F-R-E-E. All right, guys. So I hope you check it out. I hope to see you in Seasons Eatings, month-long nutritional coaching right here on Facebook. Facebook. If you guys um, enjoyed this episode of Fitness That Fits, if you have questions, you have topics that you'd like to see covered on a future episode, definitely reach out to me. Let me know either on Facebook or by heading over to rotsingerfitness.com and clicking contact us. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, for hanging out with me for a little bit. And until next time, my name is Chris Ratzinger, your health and wellness coach, and I want you to get out there and get moving.